Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of Transparency. I'm your host, Megan May, and today we'll be talking about supporting black businesses. Um, notice I said black businesses and not small businesses, though I recognize that a lot of our black businesses are currently small. I know that we're up and coming, and so for us to continue to grow and get to a larger scale, we need to be pouring our money back into our communities. <laughs> Sound good. But that's not as easy as it sounds because I do recognize that or I have observed that there are a lot of problems going on within the black business community. Um, So today we're just going to talk about how to be a good, respectful and valuable customer as well as how to be a respectable business owner. And to start off, I definitely just want to get everyone to reflect on a time where they may have spent more than they could afford on a product, not from a black business in particular, but just for a product that they really wanted, whether it be something that fits a trend at a moment or something that they just felt looked cool, something they just really liked. But reflect on a time where you spent more than you could afford on a product or a service. And that's going to bring me to one of my very first points, which is if you can afford something, that means you can buy it two, three, four times and listen, you're still going to be straight. You're still going to be in a good financial state. If you're not, then that means you couldn't afford it. Now, if you thought that, oh, no, nah, she's not talking to me. I never done that. Yeah, now, to make sure I put it more into a perspective for you to understand that, yes, you have done it. You are also very guilty of doing this. And with that being said, because you have spent more than you could afford on a product or a service from a bigger business, do not go to business owners trying to negotiate their price. They have set their price of their product or service at whatever value they see their product or service having. So for you to go and try to negotiate the price is disrespectful because that's translating into you do not see that their product or service is of that same value. You think it's worth less. And if you think it's worth less, then trust me, you can go out there and you can find somebody who's providing a similar or the same product or service for cheaper, something more within your budget. Okay, so let's just cut all that out. And while we're on the subject of disrespect, let me just go ahead and throw this in as well. Because your friend is providing a product or a service, you know, they're running their business. Just because y'all friends do not qualify you to receive that product or service for free. If they didn't offer it to you for free, then yes, you still need to pay. If they're offering you a discount, then be glad for the discount and pay whatever the discounted price is. It's blowing my mind that so many people feel like they're obligated to a free product or service because their friend is the one running the business. How is that true support? Because you're going to walk out of there and tell people like, oh, this is my friend such and such hoodie. This is my friend such and such that did my hair. Um, Okay, but did you pay for it? Like, yes, you, you still spreading awareness, word of mouth, but did you pay for it? 
because businesses need money to continue to survive. So if you're not paying for the product or service, you're not truly supporting. you halfway supporting, and that's not a good friend. We touched on friendships a couple weeks back, so I ain't going to get too deep into that. But I just wanted to throw that in there as well because, no, you should not be receiving anything for free if it's not offered to you for free. That's the same as regular people trying to negotiate a price for a product or service that they claim to want from somebody who's running a business, okay? Businesses do not hand out stuff for free. Businesses sell you something, whether it be a product or service. So if you really want it, I don't care if it's your best friend, I don't care if it's your cousin, your auntie, you need to pay whatever they're asking for, period. Okay, so just throwing that out there as well. They didn't want to hear that. Now, let me just say this because I may have lost a couple people. They may be looking confused like, how is that disrespectful? Why would my friend be charging me the same price that they charging strangers? And blah, say, blah, say, blah, say, blah. Um, first of all, y'all be paying to keep up, period. Y'all be buying stuff that y'all don't got no business buying and you can't afford like I touched on at the very beginning. And that being said, it's disrespectful because you paying this price to, you know, keep up with whatever everybody else got going on so you can look up a certain status and so that you can feel like you some type of elite or superior or whatever the case may be. And so regardless of whatever price your friend is charging you, I'm almost certain, and I may be wrong, but I'm almost certain that that price is lower than whatever price you done paid for something that you just wanted because it was going to make you fit in. Okay? So that's why it's disrespectful because you you don't have no problem paying all this money to whoever these strangers are that's running this business, providing whatever it is that you want. You know, whatever reason you want it is up to you. But providing whatever service that you want so that you can look the part. You don't have no problem paying that. So don't have no problem with your friend saying, okay, I'm selling this for $50 and you looking like $50 for me too. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, $50 for you too. You buying the same product, are you not? All right. All right. Cool. So pay that price. That's the conclusion. But now let me go over to my business owners because some of y'all prices do not match up with y'all product and y'all service. So let's touch on that. A lot of y'all got that. I don't see nobody but me who I'm going to lose to mentality. And that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Be confident in yourself. Be confident in your business. Know where you're going and know where you've been. Know where you're at. Know all of that. But at the same time, honey, do not be charging what your product is not worth because that that is also translated into people trying y'all and asking can you negotiate the price if you know that your product is only only worth let's say ten dollars okay yes you want to make a profit we all understand that profit drives everything else but if your product isn't worth more than twenty dollars you shouldn't be charging 50, 60, 70 dollars for that product. And we can tell when the product is not of the same price that you're charging for it. We can tell because let me give you some examples. If you're charging a screen print t-shirt with nothing but some press-on letters on there, your shirt do not need to be $80. I don't care how much of a design you think it is, how much of whatever type of status you think that this is going to represent. No, if your product is not speaking that same price, talking that same price, then you don't need to be charging that much for your product, period. And let me tell you, 
slow and steady win the race. So if you charging a reasonable amount for your product, then eventually you will continue to make a profit and your pro your profit is going to be of great substance because you're selling more of that product at a quicker pace and you're going to sell more of the product because nine times out of ten whatever you providing yes it may be your name on the shirt like whatever your brand is on your shirt your hoodie your sweatpants i'm using these because these are the these are the businesses that i see continuously popping up like everybody got them a clothing line everybody got them a brand um not a problem get your money however you want to get your money but you're not the only one with a t-shirt line you're not the only one selling hoodies so why what differentiates your product from this guy over here if your design fire okay cool but if i get the product and i put it in the washing machine one time after wearing it one time and half your design gone then it don't even make no difference that you had a harder design because your quality was not matching up and you shouldn't be paying more than somebody that probably got three letters on their sh on their shirt because maybe them three letters is embroidered maybe them three letters are also press on but they don't come off in the washing machine so I'm just saying that everyone that's running their business, if you got like a little clothing line or something going on, then you need to be setting your price at a reasonable rate. And reasonable means that you setting your price at the same level as the quality of your product. Okay? So please do yourself a favor because one thing for sure, two things for certain. You sell somebody something and they already thought it was pricey and they went ahead and bought it anyway. They wash that junk and then stuff that that was on the shirt, stuff that was on the hoodie come off in the washing machine. They gonna clown you. They gonna let everybody know not to shop with you. They gonna tell everybody that you, you know, selling something. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. So you need to make sure take pride in your product. And I'm going to touch back on this um, a little bit down the line. But take pride in your product. Don't be selling just anything, any old thing in a quick and uh, hastily fashion because you want some quick money. Take pride in your product. Produce good product. And allow people to actually care about your brand. People only going to care about your brand if it has quality and they like the design. They like whatever it is. Now that I've touched on, um, now that I've touched on those who come out with their own brand um, of like t-shirts and any any form of apparel, really, um, I just keep using t-shirts because that's just the most generic, the most generic product at the moment. Um, but now that I've touched on those who are creating their own apparel line. Let me touch on those who are selling wholesale because I don't know if y'all thought we thought y'all was in these factories making these products y'all sells, but don't nobody think that. I see the same thing. Everybody that's selling wholesale, I done seen the same thing on all y'all page, all y'all website. Y'all don't have no real models, no real pictures. Y'all using the same pictures off the internet. Listen, I don't have a problem. Like I said, make your money however you make your money. Do what works best for you. But let me say this. A lot of y'all products are also on these major business sites. And so they're selling it for cheaper. They have sales. We can get a discount on it. You know, all that. So why in the world would you be selling your product as if it's some type of one-of-a-kind product of... Uh, 
for one, you didn't put no time and no labor into this product. And so what is your price? What is your price reflecting? Huh? You just want a profit? Cool. But nobody is going to pay whatever price you're asking for if it's unreasonable. you selling a product that I can find on five, six, seven, eight other sites. And you think that I'm going to pay you $100 for it? Nuh-uh. You want to lie and say, this is custom. You want to lie and say, this is, um, this is whatever type of, whatever type of material. Uh-uh. We know that's not true because I can go on Fashion Nova right now and I can find this same thing. I can go on Pretty Little Thing right now and I can find the same thing. I can go on Shein right now and find the same thing. I can go on Amazon right now and find the same thing. So, if you selling, if you buying it in bulk from whatever vendor and you selling it, okay, cool. But you need to sell it at a competitive rate. You're not selling it at a competitive rate if you're just thinking about profit and selling it, you know, with this high ass price why would i buy that why would i buy that from you it's already not original so why would i buy that from you and i'm pretty sure that everyone that sells wholesale is aware that you know certain people may have the same vendor as them certain people may be selling the same product as them and so just think about it if it was you that was considering purchasing this product why would they choose you and that's a question for all business owners when you're providing your product and your service especially if it doesn't have that much originality, then you need to ask yourself, why should people buy from me? What sets me apart from the rest of my competition? And what what do I bring my customers that nobody else could possibly bring? If you can't answer that question, you might need to redo your business plan or something and get that question answered because that's really what's going to drive you and allow your, your product, your service, your brand to take off at a quicker pace. Okay? But I just wanted to go ahead and touch on that with the wholesale people because I don't understand what y'all thought. Y'all must have thought y'all was selling to some dummies and you might be. You might be. But uh-uh. I'm not buying nothing that I can find for cheap what? I don't care how rich I get. I'm not buying nothing that I can go find for cheaper. If it's the exact same product, mm-mm. You think I'm going to pay $500 so I can say I paid $500? Nobody has charged $500. This is an example. But you think I'm going to pay $90 because you said it was $90 and I just went on Amazon and found that shit for $30? Stop playing with me. Okay? So... Be realistic, and if it's not original, then if it's not original and you know that people can find it somewhere else, then take that into consideration when making your prices. If you're charging a lower price, it don't have to be significantly lower, but just probably a couple of dollars lower than where everyone else is, whatever everyone else is selling it for, then nine times out of ten, people are going to shop with you because it's still cheaper at the end of the day. So take that into consideration when making your prices, okay, loves? Okay, now, now we're going to transition to one of the driving factors, one of the most important factors of any business, and that's customer service. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe some of y'all are even in any type of business position because your customer service is ass, like... Be for real. Like, why? Why would anybody continue to shop with you? Why would anybody continue to inquire on your services? Because you know people spread things word of mouth. Just like people can say, oh my gosh, I love my hair. I got my hair done at such and such place. They can say, oh my gosh, this girl scammed me. Oh my gosh, this girl showed up to our appointment late. Oh my gosh, whatever, whatever, whatever. So... 
let's just touch on customer service. So for one, business owners, please, 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 please learn how to communicate efficiently and effectively. Efficiently and effectively. That means if something is going on that's going to alter the time that someone's product is going to arrive or the time that you can come provide a service to your customer, then you need to communicate that. It's crazy to me how people could set an appointment with you. You got on your booking site, oh, you will be charged $35 or however many dollars if you're late. Y'all only be given a short time span of like 10 minutes or something for somebody to be considered late. Y'all running over 30 minutes late and your customer has to reach out to you to ask you where the hell you at? That's nuts. Why is that a thing? Like, How can you be conducting a business and you don't even have it in you to efficiently and effectively communicate to your customers like, okay, um, this came up. I'm going to be this amount late. And honestly, you need to compensate your customers for their time because you want to be you want to be compensated for your time so you need to compensate your customers for their time their time is just as valuable as yours and they could have went anywhere else and they chose you so how i see it if you telling your customer like oh you're gonna be charged x amount of dollars even if you communicate with me why you running late the fact that you running late you're gonna be charged x amount of dollars because you're late then if roles reverse, I don't care what your reasoning is. You need to take that same amount off of that product of their service because who who like who are you? Why why you get to have one rule going and it only applies to that one end of the spectrum? It only applies to the customers. It don't apply to you. It just applies to them. That don't make sense to me. If you're gonna be charging somebody for being late, then you need to also be discounting them for you being late. If you um communicate to somebody days in advance like oh i might need to i might need to change the day of your appointment because i understand that a lot of business owners black business owners um the ones that i'm more you know in tune with and get to see on social media and stuff y'all are all you know relatively young people and so you have lives you may be in school you may work another job to fund whatever business it is that you run you have just your personal life as well and so things happen things come up and you can't always stick to whatever you thought the plan was but the minute that you find out that things have changed, you need to communicate that to your customer and allow them to make the decision on whether or not they want to continue whatever whatever um whatever service it is that you're supposed to provide to them. Allow them to make that decision. Because if you wait till the day of to say, oh, this and this came up and you knew about that days ago, then you putting them in a situation to where they have no choice but to wait on you. And that's more irritating to me than you telling me days in advance and I go hunting around to find whoever can provide that service at whatever time I need that service done by. And uh, I ain't trying to pinpoint not one service in particular, but I'm going to use hair as an example because, and I'm touching more so on, on female stylists or uh, even if you're not female, people that do hair um, because that's where I see most of the problems coming in at. And hair is a very um, particular matter because if somebody 
somebody getting their hair done, they may be getting their hair done because they just want to look cute or they may be getting their hair done for a special occasion. Maybe they're going out of town, whatever the case may be. Whatever the case is, them getting their hair done is very, very important for them to get their hair done within a certain time span. And if you come the day of and say, I can't do your hair today, can we do tomorrow? And they got a whole line of other stuff to do to get ready for this trip or to get ready for whatever. Or maybe they just work the next day. That's inconveniencing your customers. Why would they return to you? Even if they agree, like, yes, that's cool. Why would they return to you? I don't feel like business owners understand that or these stylists understand that when you inconvenience your customer, it doesn't make them want to come back to you. And a lot of the times when I see that people are being inconvenienced, I've seen so many people expose their stylists on Twitter, especially. Y'all know I'm always referring back to Twitter, but I've seen so many people expose their stylists on Twitter um, for things of what I just mentioned. And the people be acting like the business owners, they be acting like the customer owe them something. Pause, 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 pause. Cause like I said, whatever service or whatever product you providing can be found elsewhere. Yes, you giving it to me, but I'm paying for it. I'm appreciating whatever you providing for me, but I'm paying for it. And so why do I need to continue giving you my money or why would I proceed with giving you my money and you not even showing me that you care? You can't even openly communicate to me that you can't have me, um, you can't have my schedule or my uh, appointment remain whatever it was originally supposed to be. You can't, you can't try to compensate me for the time that I've lost coming to you when I have all this other stuff to do and you sitting here running behind not telling me you know things like that is crazy you need to cut that out because open communication with any type of relationship is very essential and when you have a customer um and you running a business and you got customers you have set a customer and business relationship so effectively communicate with your customers um this also ties in with people that provides provide products if you are one of those people that don't have no um website i done seen so many people complain about oh people saying dm to book or dm for prices and i understand why that's annoying i understand why that's frustrating but let me say this if you are in the process of building your website and you know you don't want to wait till your website is finished before you start putting your product out there and so you're telling people to dm you that means they cannot have just automated uh tracking information coming to them whenever their product has shipped that means you need to tell them when their product has shipped they shouldn't be sitting here playing guessing games trying to think oh when should my product arrive and then when they reaching out to you you making it seem like they bothering you are you not responding to them are you responding late as hell to them who do you think got time for that they took it out. They took out day time, day money to come shop with you. And here you go, just last a day school, making it seem like, oh, you can care less about, you know, providing them with this information. This is essential information. Because how I know you didn't just run off of my money. So please, effectively and efficiently communicate with your customers. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not a business owner, so I don't know exactly how this works. But if you don't have a a website that also provides your customers with tracking information once the product is on the way, then you need to provide them with some type of tracking information. 
You need to tell them when they probably can ship, you need to give them an estimated delivery date as if you was one of these bigger businesses. Because like I said, nobody has time to be playing guessing games. If you stay at an apartment and you and you got that little mailbox clubhouse thing going on, you might not even go to your mailbox unless you expecting the package. I'm not going to my mailbox every day looking for this package. So I need it to be known. I need it. I need to know. I'm sorry. I need to know when my uh package is expected to arrive. And I'm only going to know that if the person that's sending the package communicates that with me. So that's that on that. Um... That being said, to tie all that in together, this also just pretty much translate into how much you respect and value your customers, how much you appreciate your customers. And so if they don't feel respected, if they don't feel like their their uh, money is valued or their business with you is valued, then they're not going to continue shopping with you. They're not going to proudly wear your thing. Shit, they might not even wear that shit. They might give that shit away. I mean, you got your coin at the end of the day, but is that really what you want? Is your business going to continue to grow if you only have one-time customers? No. So, you know, just just take into consideration how you want to be handled as a customer and translate that with whatever relationship you have with your customers. Um, and doing this, uh, this is the last, this is the last thing I'm saying on this. Doing this translate to customers advertising your product for you accidentally. That means that they're posting on IG and tagging you. And like I said, if your product, your service is bombed, then that's already going to bring traction to your page. People going to try to book with you. People going to try to shop with you. And that's what you want. People are going to proudly wear you if the service and the product that you provide is of great quality. And people are going to brag on you. You know, like if something looks good, then people are going to say, yeah, I got this done at such and such place. I got this from such and such. So if you really, really want your business to grow, then you're going to take care of your customers and your employees. And a lot of people I know don't have employees um, at this small, at this small scale that they're currently at. But as you grow, you're going to need employees. And so just like I'm saying, you need to, you need to treat your customers with more respect. You need to also do that with your employees when the time come. But yes, that's for my business owners. Now I'm going to go back to my customers because I also have something to say to y'all about communication. Now, I can't say that these business owners don't owe y'all nothing because if you giving them your money, then yeah, they owe you whatever product or service that you inquiring on or supposed to be getting from them. But let me say this. Don't be talking to these folks crazy. Don't be talking to them rudely. Don't be DMing them on no rah-rah because at the end of the day, like I said, I don't got no business, but... Let me be a business owner. Somebody come to me with that rah-rah and trying to talk to me all types of ways. I'm going to give you your refund, period. Because at the end of the day, yes, I appreciate your service. I mean, I appreciate your, your coin. I appreciate you for doing business with me. But I'm not desperate. Even if I'm desperate, I'm not desperate to just have anybody talking to me any kind of way. So please be sure that if you want the respect from the business, owner themselves that you are also communicating with them in a respectful manner as well um that's just so that everybody can just be pleased business owner and customer pleased and satisfied with whatever relationship that y'all have going on for however long the duration of that relationship may be so 
I just had to throw that in there too because I do also recognize that a lot of times customers will be on that rah-rah as if, you know, business owners got to do got to provide them in particular with a service for them to continue to prosper and grow. Um, yes, your service is appreciated. Your your coin is appreciated, but love, I can't I'm going to continue to get other customers. So you talking to me crazy and doing all that extra, I'm just gonna, you know, hand you off to the next the next person to deal with you. Cause yes, yes, thank you for your business, but no, you will not to be talking to me any kind of way. So you want respect, you need to show respect. That's plain and simple. That's the bottom line. And to tie everything together, not even to tie everything together, but to close, I'm going to address my business owners. So if you're thinking about, if you currently only in the customer position, but you're thinking about starting up your own business or whatever, then still listen in. Uh, if not, then you can go ahead and sign out because I'm not talking to you. Um, but business owners do not this is more i guess uh some some form of encouragement but also some form of advice do not get distracted by who is supporting you a lot of my friends have their own business and i hear them or see them say all the time like people that they would expect to be supporting them are not supporting them you know where you're going you know where you you're trying to go and regardless of who's with you now you gon' if you really serious about getting to wherever your destination is, you gonna get there. And honestly, it's just gonna be better for you, less stress, less headache for you, if you can just appreciate those who are with you, who are solid, who are supporting you um along the way, and y'all eat together at the top versus you sitting here badgering folks that's supposed to be your friend, like why you not supporting me? Why can't you do this? Why you can't repost this? Like support come in various forms. It can be reposting it could be purchasing it could be just advertising word of mouth it could be anything and if you notice that somebody that calls themselves your friend who should want to see you eat is not supporting you you should not let that distract you or deter you from your end goal because that can that can take a big toll on you and honestly at the end of the day the question is is it worth it is all of that you know going back and forth with a friend or a alleged friend worth it no, it's not. Because at the end of the day, if they wanted to support you, if they genuinely wanted to support you, then they would. Even if they think your product is something that they don't need, they will be reposting you. They will be telling people about you that could find your, your product or your service useful. And so when people that call themselves your friend are not doing those types of things, it can be discouraging and it can be annoying, but don't allow that to distract you from where you're going. Take mental note of it and keep pushing because honestly, truthfully, it's no one's actual obligation to support you. No matter what type of whatever you got going on, you're always the most responsible for holding yourself down. And so, yes, it would be beautiful. It would be greatly appreciated for your friends to support you, but they're not obligated to at the end of the day not truly obligated as a friend yeah they should be obligated but as an individual they're not obligated to support you at the end of the day so take a mental note of it and keep it pushing you got you got something bigger going on so just keep it pushing but also let me say 
um, just because you're black and you are a business owner and a lot of people may know you, that does not mean that they have to support you. Because also, it also just ties back into how are you conducting yourself? What pride do you have for your company, your brand, your business? If you're just throwing things out there and they look in any kind of way, then of course people aren't going to support you. Why would I pay for something that's mediocre? <laughs> Hello? Like, people are not just going to be donating you their coins because your name hold weight in the streets or whatever. Like, if your product is boo-boo, then nobody is going to want to buy it. Plain and simple. Some people that's super, super close to you may buy it. They may advertise it. But the general public is not going to buy it. And honestly, your business may suffer before it grows, if it ever grows. So just also keep that into consideration. You're not, whatever product and service that you're providing needs to speak volumes for people to want to buy it. If you're not providing anything that's, you know, something that's of substance that people are going to look at and be like, wow, I really like that. I really want that. Then they don't have to support you. You're not providing whatever it is that they want. Supply and demand. There's no demand for your product because the supply that you have is some bullshit. So, <laughs> plain and simply said, um, don't get distracted. Keep going. Keep grinding. Keep hustling. Be respectful. Take pride in your work. And everybody just have a blessed one, okay? Thank you for tuning in, and I will see you guys next Monday.